0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome
0: to My
2: Millennial Money. I'm Glenn James and you are? John Pigeon. And we are having a chat today around the announcement that was made a little while ago about a moratorium in relation to rent okay, yes. and landlords. Now, I think it's important to note that a moratorium is a temporary prohibition. A couple of big
1: words to start with today. It's an early morning.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, a moratorium is a temporary prohibition of an activity. So, basically, ScoMo came out and said, uh, we want to place a moratorium on tenants being evicted for the next six months. Yes. Okay. If they can't pay their rent.
0: Yep. Can't get kicked out. Can't get kicked out.
2: Now, it's a two-edged sword, this. Because it's a financial issue and a public health issue, mm. there is some stuff out there today that says it doesn't work if you just stop paying your tent and you got a million dollars in the bank, yeah. but it does because they don't want people homeless with a pandemic happening.
0: Yeah, yeah, we haven't we haven't seen the full meat and potatoes yet, have we? In terms of uh, how it's going to play out for every state, no. And shout out if you are watching on
2: M3 TV on YouTube. Apologies for John not wearing pants. Um, but what do you do? He's wearing shorts. Short shorts. So, there you go. D-
0: didn't know there's a dress code. Well, you do now. <laughs> well, Oh the whole country, the
2: whole world knows now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just more <laughs> of yeah. a uh, anytime we're recording, we just assume that we're filming now. Yeah. But no. I, I don't mind whatever you wear. Yeah. I'm just more if you're uncomfortable wearing shorts. I just don't wear shorts on
0: camera. Yeah. So, I'm very comfortable with okay. it. Okay. Yeah. You do,
2: you do you. <laughs> so, do you have any initial thoughts about this whole thing? Because there were some topics and comments in the Facebook group, and I've just put another one up, and I'll get some comments from people in a little while. Mm. And it seems to be this two camps emerging. And I guess with anything- any extreme, so extreme left, extreme right, yeah. it's always ridiculous. Yeah. But we need to find some balance in the middle.
0: Bit of middle ground, yeah. Look, my, my first thought is don't abuse the system. The system is you can't get kicked out. That doesn't mean you go and kick down the walls and, uh, and say, look, I've got no money even though I'm still holding down a full-time job and, and spending as normal. I'm just going to take advantage of the, of the system and, and not pay. That, that's my general thoughts to, mm. to begin with. What's yeah. yours? My general
2: thoughts, to me, it's kind of this legal versus moral thing. And if you've got the money, you should pay your rent. Yeah. As simple as that. Yeah. Okay. And we will talk about a landlord and a tenant, but I'm just talking about a tenant. As- without this coronavirus rampaging through the world, like- and we've got to remember, like, it is a global problem Mm. and the global economy has basically come to a halt. Yeah. So, number one. So, no one is above this. So, all that aside, if you were going through financial hardship and you lost your job, I still think you have a priority to pay your rent first- before you pay for other luxuries yeah and I think it's it's a matter of because at the moment all bets are off so everyone's budget's going to be all crazy totally. it's just for some people it's going to be we're living day by day and yeah. that's okay that kind of rhymes or whatever but we need to get through this yeah so if you are rebuilding your budget you need to prioritize food shelter transport because you need to get around and clothing yeah so if you need You know, if you're cold, you need to buy a coat, basically. So, we are going into it. So, they form the foundation of any budget. So, if two people got laid off and you're both on $1,500 a fortnight each or $3,000 a fortnight, $1,500 a week, whatever way you cut it, the first thing that should come out of that payment- is your rent or your mortgage repayment.
0: Yeah. So, you're saying no matter who you are out there listening, you shouldn't default on your rent because you've got a responsibility, A, to the the landlord, but B, it should be of highest priority because it's a roof over your head. Yes. Now,
2: I've got a caveat to that. And I mean, and this is hard, John, because there's thousands and thousands of people listening to this. There is. And we can't give thousands and thousands of different so, yep. usually, like, when we do these type of chats, we acknowledge that I did a webinar last night and there was 100 people on there. And I said, look, I know there's a variety of ages. I know there's, you know, an 18-year-old and a 60-year-old watching. Yep. I know there's someone on 20 grand a year income and I know there's someone on 200 grand a year income. Yep. So, we need to kind of navigate through the middle. Yeah, <laughs> and that's right. And all learn from this. So Yeah, And not take it all, literally. Yeah. So, there's a couple of caveats. I mean, if, for example, there was an issue where you actually- There was a medical event or you had to keep paying for medication or you couldn't pay all the rent because you had to balance this. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to pick up the phone to your landlord and say, hey, got a bit of an issue here. I'm doing my best and have a conversation. So, it's not like, you know, if your kids need medication- I'm not saying don't medicate your kids. No, no. no. (laughs) So, I think it just has to be a a balanced view and a moral standpoint that I need to pay my rent before I pay my car payment.
0: Yeah. I'm sure in that example that a lot of Australians would would prioritise that differently. Um, Rightly or wrongly, in an ideal world, We've got our buffers in our life for circumstances such as this that are unforeseen so we would call upon those to pay the rent make the car repayments live okay through these times until we get our job back or earn, um, earn more money or whatever it was yeah but I'm, I'm saying
2: like creditors like if you've got a credit card a car loan or whatever or debts personal loans yeah I' I wouldn't even paying the freaking minimum payment. Uh, before I pay rent.
0: You wouldn't? No. Yeah.
2: Because the big banks and the big institutions, they know that the, there's a shat storm and they are putting temporary pauses like, you need to call everyone that you owe money to at yeah, this time. totally. But then- but, but you need to prioritise.
0: But you would argue that rent's no different then?
2: No, I, I think you as a, on a human level, I would rather- So, most landlords are people like us as yeah. well. And people like us could also have lost our job and yes. doing it tough. So I think on a human level, I would rather prioritize um, to ensure that I've got a roof over my head, yes, and that they're looked after rather than a big corporate who's been gouging people for thousands of years.
0: Yeah, that's right. And, and, it, <laughs> and, it, and
2: if I can just finish, and the credit cards, the reason they are 17% interest rate, because
0: they were willing to loan unsecured, yeah. knowing that they might not get that money back anyway. Some stage, yeah, that's right. So, again, there's no right or wrong no. here, and we're just thrashing it out together. Mm. But use the example of the car loan and the, and the rent. Yep. For example, y- you could morally say, well, I need to drive my car, I need to, I need a roof over my head. They could be level pegging, regardless of who owns the money for the car loan, whoever owns mm. the house to live in. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's whatever glass you're seeing it through as to which decision you're going to make. But mm. my, my thinking is, as I said at the start, if you've got the ability to pay the money, don't just abuse the system because it's there available to us. Yeah,
2: totally. Yeah. So, and I think it's, um, and that's it. Like you might be listening now and are totally outraged at the stuff that I just said. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. Because if you told me your situation, I might have a different answer because yeah. I don't know everyone's situation. But I just think we do. If we've got the money, you've got a moral responsibility. Totally. To pay your rent. Yeah. Or your mortgage, for that matter, John. Like, so at the moment, you could basically call your lender and say, I'm going through financial hardship, I need to defer my payments for six months. Yes. You could call your lender and say, I need to switch to interest only, and it might be easy to do this stuff at the moment, but if you've got the money, don't.
0: Well, yeah, it's a bit of a different conversation that one because freezing the mortgage or going to interest only might have a financial impact down the track. So, yeah, but I, I think
2: you'll find if you stop paying rent for six months, I, we there hasn't been anything that, you know, SCOMO didn't come out and said, you can't evict anyone and waive their rent for six months. No. <laughs> I no. think you will find there'll be a couple of rental ledgers in deficit.
0: Yeah, there may be, but it's a bit like using the bond for repairs or, or something like that. It, mm. the, the, mo- the bond makes up some of it, but it's not going to make up all of it. Mm. It's going to be hard to get that back from the from the land uh, from the tenant. Should they uh, decide to yeah. not pay?
2: But I guess yeah. If I'm clear, um, if you're a tenant, if your landlord hasn't reached out to you, I think the nice thing to do would be to let them know that hey, we're still working. Money's mm. not an issue. You'll still get your rent. Yeah. Or hey, we're both being freaking fired because and no one's above this like. I was talking to somebody yesterday who I thought was in a secure role yeah. who got made redundant yeah. because of this. So, it's just the coronavirus with the economy, it's like pouring water down a footpath. It's going to go through every crack and like it's yeah. It's so wild.
0: Yeah, there's there's obviously different levels of impact, isn't there? But it's, it's down the chain that um, some people might not have yet feeling the mm. effect of... Um-
2: yeah, so, I think the nice thing to do would be whether you have lost a job, whether your income is good, whether it is bad, hmm. just have a conversation to the landlord anyway. They would appreciate that. Yeah, transparency is always key, isn't it? And then I would say if you are in financial hardship, luxuries might be out the window.
0: Well, they've got to be. Yeah. yeah. There's no like, might, it's just got to happen. Well,
2: I, I probably, as a wild example, and I always default to this because it's something I never do, so. <laughs> <laughs> because I, you know how I always like, I oh, get rid of the gym payments or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> the poor old gym owner's hating you. Yeah, but I mean, if for example you've got a personal trainer session twice a week, because you can still do that in public, yes, and it's costing you one hundred and ten dollars a week, and you've just made redundant, the PT's going, so you can pay your rent. Yes. Morally, I think that's the wise thing to do.
0: Yeah. On the on the flip side, your health is more important than yeah. ever through this period, isn't it? Go for a jog. So you've got to get it get it done. I'm not some way, stop, shape stop or form. exercising. No, not at all. You could start through this time. You could start through this time. <laughs> I always sound so mean, because <laughs> just... you don't go to the gym and you haven't got a gym membership. All right, what's something I do that
2: I could probably cut out?
0: Um, you could maybe sell one of your cars. Yeah, that's yeah. an example. Yeah, bad so- time to sell. <laughs> Probably not the best time to sell a car. But,
2: I mean, just hear my heart, John. Yeah. Well, like, you've, 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 just
0: gotta, you've got the discretionary and non-discretionary, haven't totally. you? So, you've, you've got to list your non-discretionary and, and tick those off first. The discretionary, that can wait. Yeah.
2: So, it is survival mode.
0: Yeah. And just because you can
2: doesn't mean you should. No. And if you think I'm just going to stop paying rent because they're not going to kick me out. Yeah. Well, number one, after this six months is over they'll probably kick you out anyway because they know you've still got a
0: job. You're a bugger through that time.
2: And you're an a-hole. And number two, you'll probably still owe them the money at the end of this
0: anyway. Mm. So,
2: I think that's the important thing to know. It's not six months free rent for everybody. It's if there's genuine hardship. And I would say on the hardship thing, if you are in hardship, you do have access to your super, I wouldn't be mad if you use that money to pay your rent. You wouldn't be? No. Mm. Because that's what it's there for. It's
0: hardship. It is, but again, our listeners are a bit different. They'll have their three months buffer up their sleeve in their bank account, won't they? Oh, John, they would. <laughs> They're all just so. So, <laughs> so they don't need their super. No, but yeah, in extreme circumstances, yeah, it's there. If
2: they've burned through their buffer yes. and this thing goes on for more than three months, yeah, it I would be, be using, called upon. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I mean. I just. I'm not investing. I'm not paying extra on any loans. I'm, yeah. If push comes to shove, tell the credit card company to get stuffed. Who cares if they put you in default or whatever? Yeah. You're going to have to pay the rent back anyway. Yeah and, yeah. and just an interesting thing on this before we talk about landlords, it's nice and cute for ScoMo to come and make this announcement because he's obviously met with the, what are they, what are they calling it? The government um, cabinet, yep. the national cabinet. So, all the premiers and state and territory
0: leaders. Yeah. Important folk. Yep.
2: They've they've announced uh, we're doing a moratorium on rent. Now, again, that's cute, but every state has different tenancy laws. So, in- I think in Tasmania, they said, we're just stopping anyone getting evicted. Yeah. Where in other states, it wasn't clear as like, well, if they're just being a, a jerk- we're going to evict them because it's not related to corona so
0: yeah well and just on that legislation in a number of states has just recently changed as well like queensland new south wales for example a lot harder to evict tenants than it's ever been so double down with this as well it's it's more in the in the tenants favor than it's ever been Mm. That's, um, that's for sure so, we'll talk about landlords in a minute.
2: We will. So, I guess the long and the short of it is you've just got to check your state-based guides mm. and treat others how you would want to be treated.
0: Yeah. And I was about to say that before is that in our, in these sort of times, there's always someone worse off than us. So, yep. continue with your generosity and continue thinking about how how everyone else is doing. Mm. And that includes obviously... The landlord, the and the, the landladies, the land. <laughs> <laughs> I got.
2: I, on LinkedIn, there was some someone put a post up about um, gender pronouns and all that, and um, they said landlord, it's landlady, and I'm all for pro- the correct pronouns and stuff. But I just said, oh, it's a problem because I know a lot of females who still refer to themselves yeah. as a landlord.
0: Landlord, well, it's just a common term.
2: Well, but lord was male.
0: Yeah, but I don't think it, people yeah, uh, take it that way, uh,
2: do they? Anyway, this is so beyond the scope of my millennial <laughs> money. <laughs> so, let's talk about landlords and landladies, Yes. Or property owners. <laughs> property owners for short. With tenants. Yeah. So, as a landlord Johnny boy, what are you... Number one, what are you doing with your properties at this time? Mm, good question.
0: So, I think I'm a little bit guided by the tenant. <laughs> as, um, as risky as that sounds. We're so different. <laughs> um, I, I have contacted all the institutions to put the wheels in motion for a potential freeze on investment properties. Repayments. On repayments, yeah. Should I do that? Um, I, I've spoken to a lot of my clients to to put that in motion as a backup.
2: Maybe I should. This is this can be Glenn's clarity. Giving call. <laughs> giving him
0: financial advice here live. Um, yeah, I don't think it hurts. Okay, to get it get it in motion and register and, and do do that thing with your institution. Yeah. So, we can then pull the trigger quicker than um, quicker than not. But if if my tenant is continuing to pay rent and I'm in constant communication with property managers, um, it's it's business as usual from that point of view. Now. I'm in, a, I suppose, a thankful position that majority of the properties are um, a cash flow positive or, or, or neutral with land, uh, tenants' payments or yep. rents. So, yeah, um, there's not too much of a deficit there if the tenant's paying their rent. So, it's really a case by case where you're looking at what's the property costing you to hold before tax without any rent and then seeing, well, how much have I got up my sleeve? Hang on. I've got to freeze the mortgage. Mm. The good thing about, well, not not the good thing, but a, a positive out of it, if you did freeze your mortgage on an investment property, is once you get back to work or for this financial year, that negative component can be tax deductible. Whereas you yeah. freeze your own mortgage on.
2: That, that, that <laughs> that's such a slippery slope to the. Be- well, That's not your sole reason. That's a benefit. No, that's it's just... That's an just an yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah.
0: Versus freezing your own mortgage where you're yes. the only one responsible for it and there's no tax Totally. Reductions. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Interesting. You? Well, well, you've told me what you've done. <laughs> Nothing.
2: No. Well, okay. So, I haven't told the bank to yeah. get ready to stop payments yeah. on the investment property loan. Sure. I did... Actually, I know one of my tenants' uh, as partnership, Dirty Mike. We've talked yes. about him on the show. Um, and sorry, guys. Um, if... Uh, they probably don't listen anyway. I, I just... I'm of the view Dirty Mike's partner lost her job overnight because they couldn't by law work. Right. Now, they will get the... She'll get the $1,500 a fortnight. And I, I just asked Dirty Mike, I'm like... Have you guys still got capacities? Like, yeah, I've picked up more work doing other stuff, and yeah. we've got savings and blah blah blah. So there's no ability for them not to be able to pay rent.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: However, I just really took the opportunity. I called, well, I emailed the the real estate manager.
0: So even though you know Dirty Mike, you've still gone through an agent.
2: Yeah, yeah. Which I'm thinking about ditching, but we'll we'll get to that. Shout out if you're listening, <laughs> to Property to Market. The- <laughs> <laughs> no, they're great. Love them. Yeah. Um, I, call, I emailed them and said, hey, I've talked to, you know, tenants. There's, I just want to reduce the rent, even $20 a week yeah. for six months. Yeah. Just as a sign of- Goodwill. Helping. Yep. Because no one is above this, John. No. And I know that if you look after your tenant, they will look after you. Totally. If your tenant thinks you're an asshole and they spill something, Is there? there's just less of a chance of them wanting to clean it up properly.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, you're saying putting good vibes out to the world, you'll hopefully get it back. And $20 a week actually
2: doesn't do anything for them. No. But it's just a, hey, it's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Because it would be, if I was in that position, I would want a landlord to be conscious. Yeah.
0: You um, just—it's compassionate. It's Mm. uh, to feel good. There's there's definitely no downside, Mm. other than the twenty dollars a week that's missing from your bank account.
2: And with commercial rent, I was still hoping, and particularly in New South Wales, I thought the states would have done more.
0: Well, for businesses, that that clearly hasn't come out yet, though, has it? Well, we don't know. I can only
2: speak for New South Wales because I don't heaps follow the other states. Yeah. But New South Wales said, if you're a business that rents from a government building, we will suspend rent for six months. Now, I th- I honestly would have thought, because there's that many bloody cafes, there's that many yeah. retail shops that are small business owners that have just been totally wiped out. I would have thought... Like, because the states, like, New South Wales said, oh, we'll stop payroll tax. Oh, we'll do this. We'll do that. I would have thought some way, somehow, the states would have went small business owners. Like, sure, you get your 20 grand from the federal government. You get your job seeker, keeper, meeker, leaker, whatever they're bloody calling it, all these (laughs) eekers. Yeah. I honestly would have thought the states would have done something. And they might
0: still. Well- Logically thinking, there's there's more tenants, residential tenants around the country than there are commercial tenants. Yes. So, why they haven't applied the same ruling mm. for commercial is, is a bit uh, baffling. But, I mean, as you said, with the uh, assistance for business owners that are potentially renting it are already there. Mm. Um, electricity companies, I think, said we won't charge... Um, oh, I think in
2: Queensland, they were giving everyone $200 credit.
0: Yeah, and I think in Victoria, it's like, well, we won't charge you your, um, um, all those fees that you get usage ch- charges, is it? As no, a, I don't know. Uh, anyway, they're, they're rebating that um, or not charging you for that period if you're not using as much electricity, something like that. But
2: Now, let's read some questions and comments in the Facebook group. And I haven't read these. I'm just reading them off the cuff. Damien says, I have a mortgage and a personal loan. I was wondering if it was worth putting my mortgage on hold for six months and putting that
0: payment into my personal loan. Ooh, strategic thinking, Damien. What he's saying is <laughs> the the interest on the personal loan is higher than the... Yeah. I wouldn't do it.
2: I wouldn't do it. Uh, well, okay. Let's Let's unpack this quickly and then we'll move to the other comments. Assuming Damien will assume if you aren't in financial hardship, business as usual. Yeah. If you haven't lost your job, yeah. business as usual. Ignore the noise, ignore everything. Yeah. Nothing's changed. Just smash that personal loan. If you are in financial hardship, your personal loan's on minimum payments Yeah. until you're back working because you're in crisis. Yeah. Well, if- your personal loan could be frozen essentially too call them, tell them I can't pay for six months, Mm. forget about it, put your mortgage on minimum payments, build up as much cash as you can and get through this, then reassess at the end of it. Evelyn says, my assumption was that the new government grants would enable people to continue making those payments to keep things ticking along. I think for small business, that's very different, but for the general renter, it should continue as is, uh, surely. Yeah, that's that's a fair comment, but you just don't know if people's expenses are so crazy and a lot of people live week to week. Totally. And there was a, a stat that the Grattan Institute put out that a couple of years ago, 50% of household incomes, or households that earned an income, 50% had less than $2,000 saved. In the bank, yeah. So, it's... Yep, makes sense, but everyone's different. Uh, Louise uh, says, what are the implications for a landlord if you reduce the rent for a short period of time, i.e. will my property manager charge me based on the normal rent? Will it affect my mortgage or insurance? So, the implications for the landlord. Mm. So, when I... um, The real estate called me. So, number one, I'm literally gifting the $20 a week. It's not a I will pause and... Um, get it back at the end. So, it's a little reduction and they're actually crediting the trust account or their records just so they don't have to issue new um, agreements and crap like that. Mm. So, there's there's realistically no uh, implications for the landlord other than if you stop receiving money, your income will be less. Uh, If you are a landlord and your income's less and you can't service your mortgage, as John says, you probably should talk to your lender and uh, pause the payments. Because yeah. you as a landlord still need to be standing at the end of this.
0: My my thoughts and recommendations are regardless of what you do and the decisions you're about to make, check your insurance policies first as a landlord um, or anyone really because yeah. in a lot of landlord insurance policies, if you decide, mutually decide to reduce the rent through a time like this and then you go and claim rent default, um, that amount that you reduce for will um, will not be able to be claimed, right? So you're actually, and, and every policy's different on this, but if, if you say, look, um, don't pay rent through that period, then that the, the rent default basically goes out the window. So there's a few variables in there you need to consider as a landlord before you actually pull the trigger with your property manager, because you've got a lot of property managers ringing up or, or emailing saying, I recommend you do this, this and this, But they haven't thought once about how it affects their insurance policy.
2: Yeah. So, I I pulled up just for curiosity. I think I'm with Terry Shear. Is that how you pronounce it? Um, Their policy. And I'll be honest, John, it felt pretty watery. Yeah.
0: Loose at best.
2: (laughs) And um, shout out, Terry, if you're listening. And it only covered loss of rent for up to four weeks on my policy. Okay. So yeah, but yeah, check your uh, your landlord renter's insurance. Let me have a look at some other thing. Cameron says I'm in a fortunate position to still be able to afford rent. If that position was to change, I would feel I would have the discussion with my real estate slash landlord slash landlady. I added the landlady in regards to this. It would all depend on how much money you were start to receiving in benefits. I pay fifty five a week in uh, five hundred fifty a week in rent. And if I was only receiving 1100 fortnight, I would not be able to uh, afford any essentials. yeah and I guess if you did go on benefits you'd be receiving 1500 a fortnight but yeah, back to our earlier comments, I think you do need to have a discussion with your land person person <laughs> and get on the front foot and man. maybe, Get on the front foot. Show them your COVID nineteen temporary budget. Yeah, and I would say, Cameron, you would have access to ten grand super this financial year. Yeah. So I would certainly be, because make no mistake, there, it's not free rent unless your landlord says mm. if you can't pay, you are in arrears. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, and and uh, we're the same email yesterday from um, from our school actually that um, said, if you're in hardship, let us know, but show us how you are in hardship. So, I thought that was good. It's like, well, show mm. us your new income, new expenses, yeah. etc. So Yeah, just have a conversation. Yeah. And
2: again, it's that human element. We're yeah. all people. Yes. Uh, let's just get along. And you wanted to look after your tenant. I mean, the tenant yeah. that I had in mind once that um, had a, a van and they drooped paint up the driveway and decided just to go and have a beer and a ciggy and not worry about cleaning it. I mean, I was kind of happy to see them go. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: it might be a good time for landlords to remove
2: their tenant. Uh, Bonnie makes an interesting comment. I've seen a massive influx of anti-landlord sentiment on Facebook in these last two weeks. It's quite full on to see people being so vicious and saying uh, bleep the landlords. They're all rich. We're not all rich. (laughs) And a lot of us rely on people paying rent. Or as much as if they can reasonably afford to keep roof roof over our own head. Yeah. So, there's a question that- uh, I want to ask you a question, John. While I look for another comment, I'll get you to answer it. There's a question of if you're a property investor, you take on investment risk- yes. Because property is a growth asset. Is a pandemic with a tenant not being able to afford to pay their rent considered an investment risk?
0: Well- It's a risk that no one saw coming and it affects arguably 95% of society. So I think it's one out of the box, that one. But one thing I would say on that is as a sophisticated investor, you should be saying I'm banking on four weeks of vacancy per year. So four full weeks of vacancy. So if you've buffered that amount in anyway, there's a month that you should have up your sleeve, ideally. Mm. But, yeah, it's a bit- um, And
2: that's what I keep saying through unique. this crisis, all bets are off.
0: Yeah, they are in this instance. I mean,
2: it's not cute to say, well, it's an investment risk, like Like, yeah, absolutely. It's a yeah. risk. If you didn't have the investment property, you wouldn't be exposed to this risk, like number one. Yeah. But I don't think it's a time to have a philosophical discussion because it's actually not helpful.
0: No, it's not helpful at all. And, and maybe who you have surrounded by on Facebook needs to change as well. Ooh, zing. Ella says, not the same as paying rent
2: or not, but are the future implications for breaking your lease? We've been lucky enough to move to a family farm in regional Victoria as she has an autoimmune condition and I'm not comfortable living in inner Melbourne. We're all now waiting wanting to break our lease so we're not paying for a property we can't live in for 6-12 to 12 months is this reasonable or rude in the current climate but they know the associated cost with breaking the lease Yeah, I don't know what the lease breaking laws are
0: in, in state.
2: Victoria but I know in New South Wales someone had to break a lease of my property once and it was actually not even a big deal I think they just had to pay six weeks rent
0: well in in most cases you'll find that what happens if they break the lease they, they pay for the advertising tos- cost to get someone else in. Right. Right. So, if that's $500 or whatever it may be, it, 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 essentially the bond should cover that.
2: Yeah. But again, speak to your property owner. Just- And just say, look, for medical reasons, we've had to actually move. Yeah. We, we're we just not risking living in a uh, built-up area. Yeah. I know we're in lease. um We've got to pay rent elsewhere. Actually can't afford to pay you. Yeah, uh, Can we do something? Can can we just have a conversation?
0: Yeah, unfortunately for, for them, it, it probably will be on their rental history. So, they would need to explain that when they go and apply for something new that this was the case and this is what happened. Um, and it's a case by case.
2: Uh, Nicole says, my dad's comment when everything started was that job seekers usually also receive a rent assistant package to help pay rent. Yeah, I think it's probably about $10 a fortnight. Like it wasn't... I don't think it's huge, Nicole. Not sure. I actually don't know that much about Centrelink.
0: Mm. Um the lineups are big.
2: So, would everyone going into the Seeker now be getting that top up? And should they pay for much rent as they can at least? Yeah, it's, I'll take that as a comment. You can read these comments. They're, so, basically, the long and the short of it is talk to your landlord... Talk to your landlady, talk to your land person, talk to your tenant. communicate. Communication is the problem and the solution. Yeah. And I just think, again, if you can afford to pay, pay. Yeah. Uh, all bets are off. Just have compassion for other people. If you are in financial hardship, make sure you get all the assistance you can. Like, so if Dirty Mike turned around and said, I've lost my job as well, I'd be like, okay, you're getting 20 grand out of your super because I still want my rent. Yes. I mean, I'd be a bit of an asshole to him just because he's my friend. But you know what I mean. Like, it's just yeah. we've just got to use because this is just so unprecedented.
0: Yeah, it is. And I think you find most people in this world are reasonable. So, but except uh, my landlord here. Yeah, except <laughs> uh, old oh, mate. But it, and it won't be thrown under the carpet and, and it won't go away. I suppose. Well, guys, good, good chat. That was a fun chat. Don't know if we achieved anything.
2: <laughs> Put
0: out two cents worth. Yeah. All right. See you soon. Later. Bye.
1: If you're after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. But if you do want a financial advisor or mortgage broker to talk with about your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'll put you in touch with one of our trusted professionals. If you're looking for a super fund that puts its members' interests above all else, choose a super performer, Sun Super. With low fees, strong investment returns and great member services, Sunsuper is Super Ratings 2020 Fund of the Year and has also been awarded by Money Magazine, CanStar and Finder. Find out more about Sunsuper at sunsuper.com.au forward slash choose. You can join Sunsuper online in under five minutes. Many people do not realise that slavery still exists in the world today. That's why My Millennial Money supports A21. We want to highlight A21 as they work to abolish slavery and human trafficking all across the world. If you want to support A21, visit a21.org.au for more information. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a high chance you have disposable income. Glenn has a mandate to get everyone giving, saving and spending in that order. Now, we want to encourage you to be generous with your money, but choosing an effective charity can be difficult. An amazing resource you can use is thelifeyoucansave.org.au. You can donate to them and they'll distribute your donation to a variety of life-saving and life-changing charities around the world with a focus on eliminating extreme poverty. For more information, visit thelifeyoucansave.org.au Thanks to Jess Knauss, executive producer, Laura from La La Social Club, and me, Asha. Uh, anyway, make sure you stay connected via our Instagram, our free Facebook group, or if you want to turn it up a notch and be on the inside of the show, become a member of M3 Private. For further information about what's going on, check out the links in the show notes.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather
1: bags, and so much more, and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus,